Because I believe that the only thing you are ever always in control of is your focus. So many factors in your life are beyond your control. But one thing you can always control, if you learn how to do it and if you're committed to it, is your focus. I think that many relationships fail not because of a loss of love, but because of a loss of focus. That would be one of the reasons that a church fails as well while we're at it, is that you lose your focus when you stop caring about what God cares about. God will no longer back you in your endeavor. And so sometimes what we call failure is really just broken focus. It's the reason why the passion that exists in some parts of relationships when it's getting started tends to leak and you wonder where it went. It wasn't necessarily that you lost the love, you lost the focus. It's very difficult to keep that first love focus in any relationship. I think Jesus is calling us back to focus. If you'll notice the bread on the sandwich from the little passage that we just read, both of them start with seeking. Seek first his kingdom. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. On both ends of this passage where Jesus is speaking on several different subjects is this idea of focus. So is your focus, number one, on finding or becoming? Finding or becoming? Jesus said, seek first the kingdom, and the other stuff will move into position. But if you seek first the other stuff, then you will have no center of gravity for the stuff to revolve around. So it's important that your focus is not… I've been teaching this for years, man. I used to go around to youth camps, and I would teach a dating seminar, and I would say… you know, It's not an original quote from me, but I'll say it all the time because I think it's true. Happiness isn't finding the right person. Happiness is being the right person. I'll take it further since your applause is so tepid. If you find the right person and you are not the right person, what do you think you're going to do to that poor right person? Now, I'm not suggesting, please, I'm not suggesting that if you're not married or something like that, it's because you're not ready yet. Because all we have to do to disprove that stupid theory is to look at some of the people who are married. So, married doesn't equal ready, okay? I could offer you many examples of that, starting with myself. But what I am saying is that. It is important to God. It is important to God that you have the right people in your life, but the only way you're going to have the right people in your life is if you will be the right person in your heart. That's the only way you're that's that's the only way you're even going to attract them to begin with and that's the only thing you can control. I can always control whether this person comes into my life, but I can control the kind of person that I am. You know how you have little memories from your childhood that are so random that you wonder how they're still up there from all these years, and you kind of wish you could delete them because, honestly, you need that space for more important things like your children's names and stuff that you forget sometimes. But I have a memory. I don't know why. I remember in sixth grade they gave us the Berkeley County writing test. I remember the prompt of the Berkeley County writing test when I was in the sixth grade, almost word for word. Pretend that you are on an adventure or a, a, they called it a journey with your friends. And on this adventure or journey, 
you find you come across a valuable, unusual object. Describe the object. A couple weeks later, the teacher walked in with all of our writing tests and made an announcement. She said, I've never had this happen before in however many years of teaching, but every single one of you failed the Berkeley County writing test. We laughed. She said, It's not a joke. She said, You wrote beautiful essays. You went into great detail elaborating on the journey with your friends, but that was not the writing prompt. The writing prompt was not to describe the journey. The writing prompt was to describe the object. All of you wrote essays about walking through the woods with your friends. Some of you traveled across the seas with your friends. Some of you flew through space with your friends. It was highly entertaining, but none of you described the object. The object of relationship, the object of love, is not that somebody else would complete you. I'm sorry, Renee Zellweger, but you got it wrong. Your line was touching. It just wasn't true. Jerry didn't complete you. Touch your neighbor. Say, you can't complete me. Say, we teach this stuff. No wonder single people have their, have their fists up ready to fight me when I want to preach about marriage. Because the way we preach it and teach it, we teach it like until you get married, your life hasn't started. I only got one question to ask you. If that's true, how can you worship Jesus? We worship a guy who stayed single till they killed him. You have to stay single and be like, Jesus, I'm a hypocrite to say that. But I'm saying, I'm saying, if Paul would have waited to fulfill his purpose until he had somebody to complete him, we wouldn't have 23% of the New Testament. And we teach it wrong. We teach it wrong. We te- I've taught it wrong. We, we teach it wrong. In, in the book of Genesis, uh, God's describing marriage. He's talking about Adam and Eve, and he says that you know, the man shall leave his father and mother and go be with his wife, and it says that the two will become one. Let me tell you what it doesn't say. It doesn't say the halves will become whole. But yet we teach it, and we treat it, and we expect it like the halves are going to become whole. But I found out if you go into a marriage half, the two halves are going to make hell, not whole. That's great preaching, Pastor Stephen. That's very true, Pastor. <laughs> is it what you can control, which is what God is doing in your life, or is it finding? You know, you've got to find a woman, then you got to find a ring, then you got to find some money. You got to find a date to get married and a place to get married that everybody can come to. That all on the same date, working out continents, different continents, people coming together from all these different places in the world. And got to find the dresses for the bridesmaids, something that they'll all wear and won't complain about. Doesn't look good against their skin tone. And you got to find a house and find a job and finding, 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 finding. Do you see the pattern here? But God said. While all of that has its place, if you will focus on becoming, remember he said the two will become one. That's the focus. What are you becoming? It's a good question to ask. 